Three down. Three down. Three down. Three down. This is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 81. We are here and ready to have some fun. Padnam. <laughs> Me and you might be done mm-hmm. as pod partners after you usurped my rhyme on this on episode 81 here. Um, you know, I like to jump in and make the rhyme. You, you ruined it for me. Well, I mean, I had to make some kind of sun. <laughs> no, that's terrible. You're terrible at it. Damn it. It's your boy Padre. Uh, I had to make sense over here. That makes sense, right? It doesn't. I mean, it barely makes sense. It certainly doesn't rhyme. It's your boy Padnam over here. Um, so, Drew, how have you been? You've been... Uh, I've been good. I mean, what's been the cards on the table? Yeah, I've been what? in town. I've been in the woods camping, so I haven't uh, and uh, listened to crazy music and stuff. Uh, so I haven't, uh, we haven't seen each other, or we haven't potted at least in well, over have, a week now. Well, I haven't seen haven't you seen in person other. in a while, but I've been seeing you running through my mind all day. You must be sweating. Uh, okay, that's a little weird. I'll just go to move past that. Uh, yeah, but we haven't uh, done the Brooklyn Rebound pod or any of our pods in yeah. over a week. So we haven't conversed, and, and I haven't watched even any sports in almost a week. Well, there's only one sport that's going on, basketball, right? That's it's all. not accurate, but... That's what that's what's that's relevant. That's the and rebound prime as yeah. we're doing here, right? And uh, you'll have to fill me in on a lot because. Uh, well, actually, wait, no, no there's another much. sport. I am ready for Game Seven of the World Series tonight. I'm pumped for it. Oh yeah, so but look, so I was out of town, you know, yeah. I didn't see um, the, your Mets, right? How how they're doing? They're still they're still so good. They're still so good. They're still so working. Game Seven is on tonight. Yeah, it's Who's on tonight. Uh, they got Noah Syndergaard pitching. Yep. So they came back and won Game Five and Six. Though. Yeah, they came back. I was there uh, Game 5 uh, at City Field Sunday night. Uh, cheering them on to victory. Cheering them on to victory. I left after the 8th inning, so I assumed they won. They were up 2-0, so nothing bad could have happened. But you watched Game 6 on TV? Game 6, I just watched, I fast-forwarded it, and I saw them score like 3 runs. I was like, ah, oh, they must have won this <laughs> one too. Yeah. So obviously Game 7 is tonight. Well, it's awesome, man. We better finish up with this pod before so you yeah. can go watch that. Yeah, watch it. But, but I mean, like I said, out of town, not watching. I mean, I assume your Nets are doing great too, right? Nets. How, how are the Nets doing? Uh, Nets are doing. They're they're doing well. They've been playing basketball. Well, that uh, goes without saying. Yeah. I think, but yeah, playing good basketball, huh? Winning games. I would say good. Good is a strong word to describe the Nets playing right now. Uh, they are currently awesome. on a four-game streak. Sweet. Well, I'm gonna let me pull up my. Uh, Computer here. I'm gonna you know check out the NBA section here mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. get the ESPN or whatever just to get us in, in the groove for this pod mm-hmm. right here. So rightfully so, you gotta do it. But yeah, let's let me let me talk more about it. But I need to do a little research real quick. And uh, maybe my computer has a typo, or I think maybe the Entertainment Sports Network must have botched this one. I mean, they botch a lot of things. Bobby they do. Simmons, they canceled Grandland. I saw that. R.I.P. Grandland. Yeah, Rip Grandland, uh, pour out some some liquor for it, but I, I think they're really messing up because they're telling me here that, that Brooklyn Nets are, uh, they played a night against Atlanta, who's 4-1. Hot Atlanta. It's saying they're, the Nets, however, are 0-4. Oh, four. Four, a, a streak of 4, and that is accurate, I guess, what you said. Yeah. Who's, who's right, you or the, the computer? Uh, I think uh, 
It's always man versus computer, and I am the man. I should go for man. Why am I going to go machine yeah, come over on. man? Come we'll on. Like what do you want? You want Skynet to take over? I don't really want that. All right. Well, screw this. I won't go back to this website. Yeah. But anyway, you were at the game, so you must have known they didn't want it. You, yeah. I was there opening game. night. Um, was that? Who did they play again? They played the Chicago Bulls. Oh, my Cavs played them opening night, too, and Chicago lost the game. Yeah. So, th- they were playing them on their back-to-back. So the Nets were fresh. This is their first game. They're ready to pounce on them. They Stay did. On the Bulls, they, they, did they, they jumped all over those Good Bulls. Good revenge for my Cavs. But then the Bulls got angry, and then the Stampede, they ran all over the Nets, uh, and there's a lot of blood and guts, and the Nets lost. So, so they did lose. They did lose that game. Uh, so they're 3-1? They're uh, I mean, I don't know I don't know what these numbers what are. What happened in Game 2? Game 2, they had played... They went on the road. What had happened? What happened? They went on the road, and they were like, "Oh man, let's get some good barbecue in Memphis." You know, let's, uh, let's hang out. Are there. they just mimicking the the Cavs? Because the Cavs game too. It was the last. It was right before I left for my trip. They played the Grizzlies in their game too. Actually, no, it wasn't Grizzlies. Sorry, Spurs. They went to San Antonio yeah, for barbecue. Yeah, yeah. They went for some Tex-Mex. Sorry, my bad. Uh, some good good Tex-Mex food, and then they were like, "Oh, let's play for three quarters." Um, so they won after three quarters. I they think. were winning being as far as after three. Uh, they were winning in some kind of side. Mor- morally, oh, statistically, yeah. whatever have you. And then they lo- they ended up losing 102-75. Um, so the Spurs <laughs> scored about 58-2 to, to two in the fourth quarter? Something Probably. Like something around that. Um, then the Grizzlies... They so 2-2. Two two. All right. You're close. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Almost. So then they went to Memphis... And they're like, ah, oh, we need to recover from this hangover. Let's go get some barbecue, get some ribs. They got some ribs. Um, and then they decided that the ribs were making them a little bloated. It sounds like they're eating a lot of barbecue <laughs> for this early in the season, yeah. I gotta say. And, this uh, could have something to do with their woes. And Bargnani decided to, you know, airball a couple shots. So they lost that game. That's his one. 101-91. And then uh, they, come, they came home to Brooklyn. To get their first one. Uh, One to, three. to play in front of the president, Bill Clinton. Uh, oh, Bill was there. Yeah, President Billiam uh, was there. Future first gentleman. Uh, for uh, he could be first gentleman. Yeah, that's how they're. That's what him? people are saying. First, is it what about Madame First Man? Does that Madame work? First Man? <laughs> I don't think that works. For it. it doesn't roll off the tongue. No, um, but he's a big fan of Joe Johnson. They're from Arkansas. They're from mm-hmm. that sauce. Uh, right, and uh, just like our boy E. Dash Nam. E, e, e Dash Nam. Yeah, he's a, he's a character. Quite a character. Well, mm-hmm. look, shout out to Mr. Zarelvin. Download those. Yeah. But anyway, so they won, they won the game. Yeah, they were, they were winning. Off. They were winning, and then I went to bed, so I don't know what exactly. I don't know if you, maybe you want to check that. Or you wanted to fast forward through game six of the Mets so that you weren't paying attention. To yeah, that. I wasn't really, you know, I was focused on the, the Mets then, so I wasn't really watching the game as much as I wanted to. I did see highlights of, you know, Thomas Robson dunking and Marco Brown playing some defense and Jared Jack getting and the Shane Larkin getting into the passing lane. All right, let me pull it up here. It was uh, two days two days prior. Mm-hmm. Hence, is hence the same as prior? Does that mean it go two days hence? Yeah. So two so. days hence against the Milwaukee Bucks, Jason Kidd back in the building. Jay Kidd. It does turn out that the Nets unfortunately lost one of three so there's still, it looks like I was a little hasty to call this machine uh, part of Skynet or uh, something trying to take over and lie to me. Because actually, I think, oh, even though I'm getting the result off the same machine, it, it is starting to add up that the Nets are actually 0-4, four-game losing streak. Looking for their first win tonight in Atlanta. 
in, a, in just a few hours from now. So well, not like Atlanta is like really good or anything. You mentioned their record earlier. They have right? a loss. They do have one loss. Yeah. Oh, and they lost against the Pistons. So obviously that means we could take care of them. I don't see why not. Why not? Right. Joe Johnson revenge game. Come on. Yeah. It's, oh, he he's mad about Atlanta giving him twenty million uh, this year. And his final year of his contract. He's so pissed off about that right now. He might, he might not care. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, rewind. Uh, too hard so, to build, so, I'm optimistic about this team in real real hindsight. Even though they are 0-4, I'm saying this because this team is playing well together. I have not seen a net bunch of players that actually uh, put the ball around uh, transition-wise, play defense together. They haven't put it together. Together in terms of it's kind of like Frank Thomas's logic, where uh, I don't know if you saw this clip, but uh, Frank Thomas said the big hurt, the big hurt, yeah. Uh, he said that the Mets have nothing to feel bad about uh, except because they're in, why would they? I mean, they're in Game Seven tonight. Right? Yeah, exactly. That except, and then I, I, I turn off the, the end of it. So I don't know. Except not winning it two and quicker. Than yeah, games. not winning quicker exactly. So. Um, so I have nothing to be mad about with the the Nets themselves I don't think well I'll get into that Uh, I don't think they'll win uh, tonight but we have further previews we'll go over the schedule of what so what would you say is the the main problem you you diagnose it's just too many parts right now too many uh, chefs in the kitchen right now too many cooks in the kitchen (laughs) that's the more common uh, yeah too many sous chefs specifically in the kitchen all bothering the one head chef. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I should just hire one of these. Why not hire ten? So many of them. Uh, but what does that mean specifically? Like that means too many people trying to score, to hit the ball. Like, right. The roles aren't defined on the okay. team. Um, they're all a bunch of players that have capability of playing well. Um, Holland needs to manage his talent. So are and, they not? Um, Facilitating moving the ball around Brooke Lopez as at preseason I suggested they should do. Well, Brooke Lopez has been consistent. He's been uh, doing his thing. Is he is he the main offense? So? He is. He is. I think he, should be he is. He's averaging eighteen a game, uh, shooting fifty three percent from the field. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. Um, the inconsistency will be from their second scorer, which they're trying to make Bobo be that person. Bargnani's end up doing really well as well off the bench right now. He's scoring, you know, a good 15, 14 a game. So this team itself has some ability to do things. Currently right now they're at the bottom. But you know what? It's the East. It's the East, you know? People can make runs. Things can happen, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. It's not over yet. No. I don't know. Bargnani's actually having eight a game, but you know. That's not very good, but. Uh, you know, Jared Jack's averaging 14, Bobo's at 12, Dad Young's at 11, Joe Johnson is at a career low 9. So, uh, with that being said, once these roles are defined, um, this team will pick up where they left off in the bottom, very sure bottom of the 8th. The eighth seed. In the bottom of the eighth seed. <laughs> bottom of the eighth inning. Multiple teams. So yeah. Uh, I think you can, your brain might be fried from too much ads. By the way, how the Jets? When I was gone on Sunday, the Jets got it done right in Oakland? Uh, yeah, let me just check Complete that out. That, the trio of ads. The Jets. Your second favorite Schedule. Team? Oh, yeah, they're my, they're my local team I support. So they are playing Jacksonville this week, but they lost. Oh, shit. They lost to the Raiders. That was the other game that oh, was on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, uh, let's move on to more jovial things. I guess we better. 
Um, so up ahead, um, for the Nets, I've mentioned they're playing the... This is Joeville to you, looking at their... Well, I have to, I have to report their schedule. Sure People won't know uh, what they're up wow, to. Wow, this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but the Bulls lost to, to, the, to Charlotte yesterday, 130-105. to 105. That was a thing. Wow. That happened. Uh, I guess the Cavs and Nets really wore them down the first two games. It must be. <laughs> so, so the Nets have the Hawks... Then they play Lakers coming into town Friday night. Lakers are also 0-4. Okay, that can be a, a um, Then they go to travel Milwaukee, which they lost only by 7. Then they travel to Houston next Wednesday. So, so uh, pretty tough schedules for the most part. Yeah. Uh, what, would you, what would you predict yeah. them to have after those Give me the four teams again. I'm going to give you three, the three teams. Hawks tonight, and then what's the rest? Hawks, L.A., at home uh, for the Brooklyn, and then at Milwaukee Saturday. And you said then at the, then the Rockets. Well, yeah, we won't consider the Rockets because okay. that's next Wednesday. So. I'm looking at a nice one and six, maybe two and five. Maybe they can get revenge on the Bucks. I think two. Yeah, I think they'll get the two Ws. Um, I don't think they're going to win tonight. I do think they should. If they don't beat if if they win, LA, then it's over. if they win tonight, that will be that'll be that be huge. That'll be huge because they are exercising some demons. With them playing against, they were up two one. Remember that in the playoffs, they were up two one. Yeah, I know, but that was kind of food. against the Hawks. They were up two one with a Darren Williams that's still hurt right now. He still has a cap injury on the Mavericks. I, I personally think that says more about the Hawks than it does about the Nets last year. But yeah, okay. I get your point. All right, uh, I get your point. Mine. So tonight, there's a lot of games on deck. We got the. Celtics playing the Pacers just around the NBA talk. Oh, you're doing upcoming schedule. Yeah, just for, because Wednesday is a really big day, you know? Really? Guys, we're going to be doing, just so you know, we're going to be doing these podcasts Wednesdays. Um, hopefully, really. So they'll probably actually hear Really, on Thursday, Thursday yeah. Or maybe sometimes Wednesday night. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, Orlando, Houston, uh, Philly at Milwaukee, Brooklyn at Atlanta, Toronto at Oklahoma City, New York at Cleveland, Sac at Phoenix, Portland at Utah, and Lack at GS Dub. I like that lack. That's the, the game of the night, I would have to say. I'm interested about the New York Cleveland one. Cavs next should be good. Well, that's double header on, I guess, TN on, yeah, on the aforementioned Entertainment Sports Network. The mother, the mothership. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to check out some of both of these games. No All more. right, good stuff. So let's move on to the. So we mentioned well, let's the Cavs. Let's talk about the Warriors, though, okay. actually, for a second. Yeah, well, what's, go, what's been going on with, since I've been out? Steph Curry hasn't been doing much, right? Putting up a couple points a game, you're just hanging out. Resting on his laurels uh, from the championship, right? Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's been just doing the nene, uh, hanging out. doing a lot of nene, I figured. A lot, a lot of nene. Uh, he's, he broke a record of 59 uh, three-pointers. Wait, what? Am I reading well, this? that right? sounds very good. <laughs> Doesn't sound like resting at all. He broke... So he must... You get trash out there. I uh, I actually don't know what he broke, but he broke something other than people's ankles in uh, Memphis and Houston. He broke a non-literal thing. A yeah. Non, a non-tangible thing. Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank on this right now. His ankles. But, I mean, the, the Warriors are undefeated. Let's get to that. And they are legitimately back to where they started, uh, or back where they finished in the NBA, where they finished as top on top of the world. Uh, versus everyone else 
They're 4-0. The only competition that they are facing right now are the Clippers tonight. So both teams are 4-0. One team has to get an L. What team would it be? Well, it looks to me, actually, to go back to the record, what I'm, what I'm seeing on my machine is uh, that Steph Curry got the... Well, he says he needed 46 points in their last game against Memphis to have the best scoring start in the NBA since 1962. He was, he was close, but he... But he didn't get it, though. He did not. I guess he did not All get right, it. All right, so then he's a failure. We should just mark so him. So he didn't do anything. He's he didn't do nothing. Let's not talk about him again the rest of the game. <laughs> Let's make sure we know. Um, but, yeah, these these Warriors are... But still a good game tonight. I mean, look. let's look at their box scores. Well, Clippers are 4-0 also. So Friday, they, they're at Houston. They played. Uh, they won 112-92. They're at New Orleans. They won 134-120. Then they're at Memphis. Get this. 119 to 69. 50 point victory they against smashed him. And, and Steph didn't get his 4 6 though, huh? Well, he must have, they must have taken him out. Maybe Luke Walton, head, interim head coach Luke That's Walton. Right. Luke is still coaching. Uh, was like, oh, we don't want you to get hurt. So, took he's him out. Still, or he's like, maybe he's like, you know what? I want to suit up and get him this one. Hit the bench stuff. I'm going to play <laughs> point for a bit. <laughs> uh, well, he, he got a. I mean, everyone in the organization gets a, a ring, so he technically got a ring. He already got a ring in Lakers, so it's not like he needs a. He doesn't need any rings. He's, he's, he's got. He's posted yeah. to enough. Did you, by the way, did you see those rings? Did you see a picture of them? I Look it up. Just Google up uh, Golden State Championship rings. rings. They're pretty oh, the gaudy. Right? Yeah, they're pretty gaudy. They say Luke Walton probably like changed his ring into like a Grateful Dead shape or something. Okay. Uh, oh, we've seen that tattoo yet. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. You see like, those little bears on them? Those are like a beautiful dead sign. I oh, that's what you have. place this week, another thing I was at. Yeah, right. Well, since... Let me since, check out these rings. While well, you look that up, uh, you mentioned records. Uh, one of the records that is broken in the NBA uh, of all time, your boy... LBJ, LeBron James, became the youngest player in NBA history to score... 25,000 points. Now, what's up with that, Pachu? You're the... He's the youngest to 25K? Yeah, 25K. That makes sense. He's been the youngest to a ton of records. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say more so than any other player in the league. He did it on an alley-oop dunk, too, which is pretty, pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah. Who, who hooped him? Who gave him the facilitation? Um, well, from this angle of picture, it looks like well, either... Wiring minds need to know. Delhi. Delhi, of course. Is that fitting? Is that fitting that Delhi did yeah, why it? Why not? Okay. I would think his Mo Gotti would be more fitting. Uh, I mean, I love Mo Gotti, but, you know, uh, and he's been around more than Delhi and the Cavs and LeBron, but still. So, he did, he's the youngest player, but he didn't do it in the, in the small amount of Shortest games. Amount of time. Exactly. So, Will Chamberlain, 691. Michael Jordan, 782. Kareem, 889. So, how much, how old was Will when he came in? 21 or something? 22? I guess uh, they played more in college back then. So he's probably 22 or whatever. I would say so. He LeBron is 18, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason why. Is other than being one of the greatest players of all time, that goes along with him coming into the league so young. Those two com- combining factors would well, be well played, getting all these Well played for the Harlem Globetrotters first. That was his first game. So that doesn't count, right? It should. Well, considering those games are basically scripted, I don't. Think <laughs> oh man! All right. And, well, and you know all the all the uh, the points he put up, boning checks. That doesn't count either. Let's, let's, let's well, he, that's the most important record for a lot of people, I would say. I uh, so, uh, not in my eyes. 
No, you're a one woman. Uh, I'm a married podcast. man and a one one dog guy too. You're, you'll never get another dog besides Bob dog. I'll get another bitch, <laughs> but I won't get another. But you won't get another dog. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and when I say bitch, I mean literally. You know, I'm, I'm, this may be a personal question, but right, yeah, you don't have a, a guma. On the, you don't have one on the side. Because I know you like to wait, what you, maybe podcasting on what, what did you say? You, you said I have another ma? Have you ever seen The Sopranos? Yeah. Like he has his guma, it's like his girl's girlfriend. Guma. I mean, I'm that's, gonna, what they, that's what they call it. Okay, Google. Look up guma. Or guma, I don't know exactly how it's spelled. But Go, well, well, the point is you've, you've pod cheated on me before with other pod hosts. So I'm just trying to see if this extends to your personal It's a city in Eastern uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. I don't have that. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, you don't have that one of those? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't You're wanna, a good guy. Yeah, I'm a good guy. Uh, Let's get back on track. Yeah. Getting back on track. That tangent was... So LeBron... <laughs> necessary, boys. So necessary. So LeBron broke this record. Um, it, is LeBron going to break more records this year? Is he going to break a record of Cleveland's drought? Of winning champions, that's the goal, right? Most years since a championship won, I think, hopefully, he better. Yeah. Uh, what else can he break? He can bring an MVP record. How many MVP trophies does he have? Two or three? I gotta think at least three, right? Right. He'd be a four-time MVP. Yeah. I don't know that that would be the case. In fact, if I had to bet on it, I would say no, probably. He won't be MVP this year. But all right. I mean, diminishment is all that, but I mean, well, everyone know. knows he really is the MVP. Well, who do you... Honestly, he should be... For the most part, for the last decade, he should basically be the MVP. Because when he's on a team, they're in the championship. So that's the thing. The, the interpretation of MVP is always voted differently. They, they want to mix it up. And I get that. It makes sense. Like, you want different... Whatever case you want to bring. Teams to see. Yeah. You want... More, sports writers are the ones who make this up anyway, for the most part. They want more stuff to write about, talk about media. I get it. But we're, we're part of the media. About it. I don't know if you knew that. What? We're part of the media. We're not the Our elite. Our podcast empire is part of the media. We're not Pod the voice production. Pod, we're not the media elite, but we're part of the media. How do we get into the media elite? Oh, there. Uh, so we have to take exit thirty-one off the BQE, um, then take a right. So far. Take a right, then take a left on Washington Ave. Go towards Brooklyn Museum, and then right there. And Podboy Productions. Podboy Studio A. Studio A. That's, that's where the eliteness happens right there. Oh, because we're always like here where we are yeah. right now in Studio B in Manhattan. We're just part of the studio. media right now. We're not part of the media. Yeah. Well, so. winter of time tonight for that. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else LeBron well, would break. I need to see a list of what he's up to. I would argue that Steph Curry right now is the MVP, just in general. Maybe after, for this After year. week maybe one. Maybe we will end up being. And of course, last year... He's probably the best player in the league. This so guy, this guy doing what he's doing, we didn't even comment on him. Like, right now, he was counseled by Steve Nash during the offseason. He's part of the organization during part-time. They literally are taking, like, the brain of Steve Nash and the talent skill of Steph Curry and making him a hybrid monster right now. But let me ask you this. Last year, let's say, um, somehow, Curry goes to the Cavs. No, LeBron doesn't go. Curry instead goes. Nothing changes except Curry's on the team. Are the Cavs in the finals last year? No. So is he more of an MVP than LeBron? Of just of last year. I would say so. This is where I make the argument of MIP versus MVP. Not most improved, but most important. Now, I get what you're going with this. Um, well, I don't see the difference. But what do you? What's the difference? So most valuable. So snake of the head, right? Which Steph Curry is 
the head the head snake snake's head head snake okay he's he basically is the engine and I'm not saying LeBron's not but without him running the plays they run every single time uh, similar to the way Steve Nash ran it for the Suns they don't have a chance in hell to have transition offense and get to where they want to be scoring points wise you think he's the most important for that specific team yes got it yeah so LeBron's the most valuable player in the Agreed. He'll make any team he goes to better. He's a universal MVP. Yeah. Um, okay, I get your difference. Well, that, yeah. that makes sense. Like, if you were starting a franchise, would I start with Steph Curry? No. I would pick LeBron uh, from day one. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So we talked about Steph. We talked about LeBron. Um, I wanted to bring up an old segment and a new segment. Let's start off with the old one. Old segment. Which is, not old, but reoccurring, hired or fire. Oh, that's right. You unveiled this maybe to- toward the back half of the season last year when we were doing Brooklyn Rebound Prime, but uh, it's a pretty good segment. Hired or fired? Yeah. What do you got for me? So it's the topic. You normally pick a new topic. NBA year, right? That is true. Hot, let's hire it. I like this new NBA season. Uh, I haven't watched a lot yet, but I'm going to. And with new NBA year, there's a coaching carousel that goes on usually, right? Mm. Coaches heard come, the term. Coaches come in. I like that alliteration. Coach uh, carousel. Coaches come out. Hit the door, and they're they're basically sadly some coaches pass away. We didn't really mention that whole thing. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, RIP Flip Sam Saunders. Yeah, that's Rip Flip. Really heartbreaking, but you guys should definitely check out the YouTube tribute video to him. And a whole bunch of Who is coaching by the way. Sam Mitchell. Got it. Okay. Okay. So let's, I guess we'll start let's start there. So we talked about new coaches. Um, on a somber note, obviously RIP Flip Sanders. We want to talk about the coaches that have entered their new coaching tenureships as either head coach gotcha, of the team gotcha. and see if they're worthy to be hired or fired after week one. Even though they've already been hired, but are yes. they worthy to finish out the season? Yeah, exactly. So let's start off. Um, I'm just going to go. This may be tough for me since I haven't watched much, as I mentioned. But. Let's start off with, Fred, well, you know this one. Fred Hoiberg, Chicago Bulls, hired replaced uh, Tom Thibodeau. Which is he, a little controversial. He is currently, um, I think they're, what, 3-1? and one? I believe. Well, they got hammered yesterday, as we mentioned. Let me take a quick look. I got this. 3-2. 3-2. 3-2, yes. So they beat the Cavs, beat the Nets, lost to the Pistons, beat the Magic Tricks, lost badly to the Hornets. Yeah. So and They're uh, playing the Thunder tomorrow. So what say you of Fred Hoiberg? Former well, former Timberwolf, uh, I think assistant coach too. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but um, yeah. Uh, well, I say you know three and two is good enough. Good one against Cavs opening night. Um, you know the other two wins aren't great. Um, maybe these losses aren't great, but this it's going to be tough for these just so quick into the season to make. But I say hired for now. Okay. I mean they haven't. They could have fallen. I started on five something like that. They could have really the loss of Thibs lost it all on on defense. Um, so it looks like they. I mean, really, I only watched the first night against the Cavs. It was a sloppy game anyway, and their D definitely played really well. At points fizzled at points. Their offense, conversely with their offense, they had some good scoring drive. Uh, not drives, but they had some good uh, scoring moments. Points of the game, they're scoring a lot. Some points of the game, they they were doing nothing. But opening season, they ultimately closed it out and got the win. Uh, just base, 
I guess with the Hoiberg, since I don't know much about him yet, I'm going to give him like a stay of execution type of thing. So not fired. It could work out well. So he's still he's still in the holding cell for you right now. Going in between mm-hmm. hired and fired. Okay. Well, I mean, he does not legal. Uh, it's not legal. Um, okay. And you're fired. So I'll, I'll tentatively hire him. Right, tentatively hire. Okay, that's fine. So you're interimly hiring him. Uh, I'm going to say hired. Uh, they definitely, based on the situation, based on his ability to bring uh, a young team to the NCAA, Iowa State, um, he's done that. And he's had some veteran leadership as part of the T-Wolves back when he was uh, part of their organization. So I guess, if, how many, well, if we're going to do some more of these coaches, right, that's what we're doing, mm-hmm. should I make it more about not what they've done the first week or two, but if they should have been hired in the first place? About, about the coach, yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. I, I got you. All right, so next one up is Michael Malone from Queens, New York. Uh, head coach of Denver Nuggets last year was fired prematurely by Vivek Ranadiv. Vivek. Uh, He's coaching the Denver Nuggets. They had one last night in La La Land um, against the Lake Show. And he was born in Astoria, uh, Queens. We got some friends from He never was an NBA player, correct? No, his dad was Brendan Malone, former head coach of the NBA as well. But he's played college ball. Uh, He played at Loyola in Maryland. He's an assistant with the Warriors a couple years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yep, he I was part of the Mark Jackson Mark Jackson squad. Yeah, he was assistant with the Cavs, Cavs New um, York Knicks, Nolans, Hornets. Okay. Yep, and uh, yeah, he was prematurely fired last year. A little unfairly, I didn't think he was necessarily doing a bad job. So is he going to be prematurely fired? I'll start with this one. I'll say, oh, you're going on. no. He is hired because this team is perfect for him. The last team was pretty good for him too. Young, uh, they're crew two of people two right now. Yeah, right. and. The way they responded to him, I feel like he's a good coach, man. Uh, Vivek's the idiot. He hired George Carl, which is funny now. George Carl, former Nuggets coach. Uh, a little flipperoo there, yeah. But I think Mike Malone was the perfect guy for him, uh, for the, the Kings to be coaching. And I'm glad that he's back on. Well, what, what, what about you? What do you say? I, I basically agree with you saying. I'll give him a hire. Um, I think we said in our pre, preseason preview, uh, when we mentioned the Nuggets, that it wasn't a bad move at all. Look, opening night went against the Rockets by 20. That's always good. I mean, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. there. I'll give him a hire, yeah. Okay, all right. We only got two more coaches on the on the deck here. There's not that much Rocket. turnover. Actually, maybe three. Uh, we're going to do an interim, a little, little pseudo coach right now. Luke Walton. Uh-oh. Replacing Steve Kerr currently. about him a bit here. Due to some back spasms and back problems that Steve Kerr has. So what's hired as a... Coach somewhere else? Yeah. Or, or just as if he's doing... I'll be hired as a head coach in the NBA in general right now. I mean, let's look at the results. 4-0. 4-0. Can't argue he with that. He has all his rings despite not being a great player himself, so... He's under that tutelage. His father. Of the Phil Jackson as well. Yeah, I guess we'll have to give him a hire. He is the pedigree. A guy that basically just was on the bench maybe a couple times. I mean, when he was on the Cavs briefly, um, always hear the announcers and everyone's fawning over him in the aspect of, oh, this guy knows everything about the game. He's no a good student of the game. The game. Yeah. So, if I'm just going to believe people until I see otherwise, I guess I'll give him Here's my that. All right. You're here to that. Next one up is Sam Mitchell, uh, replacing, obviously, the ill-fated um, uh, Flip Saunders. He's also had head coaching experience in the past. Um, he was the Toronto Raptors. Raptors yeah. I think he brought him to the playoffs a couple times. Uh, since that time... He hasn't. He's just been an NBA analyst. Uh, he, no, he was on the. 
He was on the New Jersey Nets for a little bit. Assistant on the Nets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then he and then he went back to NBA TV. Already oh, was an analyst. Yeah. So this is his uh, this is his second head coaching tenure um, with an uh, organization he's really familiar with. He was the mentor for Kevin Garnett when KG came in. So what about what do you think about? Uh, well, the honest one, I don't know much about him. I don't really remember him that well as a Raptors coach. Did they make the playoffs in those years? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They lost, right? They yeah. never won a playoff no. series no. back then. Okay. They made the playoffs. They had, he had a good coaching pedigree. That's when the last time they had success before the last two years. Yeah. So. Well, what do we know about the Flip Saunders thing? Like, he had, his, you know, I had cancer for a while. Mm-hmm. Did they have Mitchell kind of lined up expecting him to slot in here when... The inevitable would happen. Well, Flip Saunders was also was not it? just a head coach. He was the president of operations. Right. So, he been part of so yeah, he brought he basically brought back his original. The owner Glenn Taylor came back to Flip Saunders saying, "We need to right the ship. We need to get everything done." They acquired KG back. They have all this young talent. They're going to be building on something now. Carl Anthony Towns looks phenomenal. He's averaging twenty a game and like eight boards a game. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is doing well. KG is doing KG things, getting in fights with Julius Randle, who's like a 19-year-old, 20-year-old. Like, I love I love this team a lot, actually. That's why I'm really what intrigued by them. What do you think, hired or fired? Um, he's got to be hired. Um, because whenever... You know, there's some announcers where you watch or analysts where you're like, this guy's just a, a jock who doesn't know shit. Mm-hmm. I felt like Sam Mitchell was always pretty clear and concise. A jock who knew shit. Yeah, he knew shit. Yeah, and uh, he also wore glasses. So I would say he's more of a nerd. So I don't know enough, so I'll agree with you and give him a five. Okay. All right. hire for now, rather. All right. What's then, the last one? Last one is... Do, 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 drum roll, please. Actually, no, we've got two more. Billy Donovan. And what's the... the the uh, Thunder record so far. Thunder are in a three and one. Okay. I mean, I was a fan of the, the Donovan hiring, so I probably have to go hired here. I, I think he's a good, great college coach. Don't see why it won't translate on a good team already. Um, I was not a fan of the former Thunder coach, so uh, Scott Brooks. I never thought he did a great job, especially the last few years. So. Anyone coming in over him, I was, uh, yeah. for the most part. I'm going to agree with you. But Donovan, I like, yeah, hi. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Again, I need to see more of them. No, no. All these guys, I need to there's, see there's, more of this There's actually three more, but we'll go with that. We don't need to do the rest, I mean. I feel like Alvin Gentry should be done. Okay, fine. We'll do Alvin Gentry. He's 0-4, oh, he's so I'm going to say fire. Yeah. Uh, I mean, has he ever been a great coach in the NBA? Suns, he brought him to the Western Conference uh, Championship, but that's due to, like, the Steve Kerr believing in, like, kind of Steve Kerr managing the situation, really. They fired Terry Porter, they put Alvin Gentry in the seat, and he led based on the direction of Steve Kerr, which obviously, as you know, their success last year together as a championship team. Um, And then, what do you say, Scott Scowl's magic? Uh, I'll I'll hire him. Yeah. Even though I don't think the magic are doing great so far. They did beat... Scowl's is they did beat uh, a team that was good last night. It was good for a young team, I think. Okay, cool. Um, let me just throw a quick one to you. Not a new coach, but what do you say about your boy Lionel Hollins? 0-4 start, hired, or fired? Well, not the first time the Nets have been 0-4. Brooklyn Nets. That's one their fourth season, right? They still made the playoffs, uh, and they still won a okay. first round when they did that. So uh, I'm going to say hired. This, this is the East. If it was in the West, uh, and they were like, say, the in a bigger market like LA like then I would say fire 
but right. we don't have to worry about that. All right, let's get to it. And uh, this is going to be a breaking, not news, but breaking segment. Breaking new. No S. Breaking new segment, right? News segment. So, and what is this called? It's going to be Pod Boys Duel. Or AKA Brooklyn Duel. Brooklyn Duel or Pod Duel. We don't make Pod Duel, yeah, that's good. Pod Duel, I like that. Well you told me about this is your brainchild, your idea. You mm-hmm. told me about this pre pod, but let me see if I can summarize it and let me let me just make sure I'm on the same page and I know what this is. No, you're wrong so far though. And for the listener. I'm wrong so far. Yeah, with the hand gestures. Like oh, sorry, let me put my hands in my pockets. Right, there you go. So uh, NBA teams in a in a seven game uh, seven game span, right? Yep. Play usually four to five games, three to five games. Yeah, I'd say three and a um, half. Yeah. So what we're going to do is a weekly challenge. Mm-hmm. If anyone listened to our, our NFL podcast, Mr. Zerlvin, when you a used weekly to, duel, when you used to deign to be on that show, we well, would do wait, a that's, duel sort of thing. That's we still going on. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. But yes, listener, it's still going on. Okay. If you're downloaded to this podcast, you'll get it. Got anyway, it. The, your idea is we pick a team each week. Mm-hmm. We can't pick that team again mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. So right now, we're both going to pick a team, a different team. Mm-hmm. We're going to guess their winning percentage for the week. So if they play 40 games, we think they're going to only win one. Yep. Like if it's the Nets, for example. Yep. That might be a good bet. Yep. 25%. Uh, and it's we're going to do it Wednesday to Tuesday. So yep. like today, the first one we'll do is Wednesday, November 4th. There's a lot of games playing Wednesday Tuesday, night. November 10th. Right. And then we'll see who wins. And what happens if we tie in a week? It just doesn't matter. So the tiebreaker is going to be... Um, yeah, the tiebreaker. It's going to be the total points you predict for that team and the, and and the span. So like adding, so we predict total points. Yeah, got it. Right. So closest to that total points uh, will win for that team. And do we have to do anything if we win or lose, or is it just oh, yeah. a serious? Oh Shit's going to go down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I say shit's going to go down, that means there could be uh, there could be not. We don't do challenges here on Brooklyn Rebound. But there could be some stunts happening. There stunts. could be yes, people could be stunting. People could be uh, stunting like my daddy. So, I don't know if your daddy stunts. He doesn't really. Okay, uh, but my stunt, daddy's not Birdman. Well, well, <laughs> stunting, stunting like Baby maybe, or or our Birdman, or or Little Wheezy himself, um, or we might be assigned of doing a. An interview with someone that we're not really familiar with and finding out about. Oh, Maybe some recon work. Maybe even running for office. Who knows? Got it. Got it, Pod. Now, so let's let the Pod duel commence. Who are you sticking with this year? Well, um, I am sticking it to. So the Brooklyn Rebound fans will probably not be happy about this because they're playing against them tonight. Um, the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks. The Hawks. Uh, they are playing Brooklyn tonight, Four Wednesday. Uh, uh, Atlanta shows up pretty well at home. They're pretty good there. Brooklyn's on 0-4, so I'm going to take the Hawks on that one. The next up, they're playing the 0-4 Pellies, uh, Pelicans, uh, on Friday night. And then they're playing, Saturday, playing uh, Washington at Atlanta. And they're playing Minnesota comes in on Monday night. So uh, what's the percentage? I'm going to go with a good, uh, well, actually... I don't even have to... So, just to clarify, we don't have to pick a percentage. Whoever has the highest percentage uh, wins. Oh, you don't have to pick. Right, that's what the tiebreaker is for. So... Okay, I, I was confused then. Okay. Because I thought it was a game of picking percentages. No, nope, no, nope, because we're just picking teams. So, me by picking the Hawks, based on this schedule... So, I need to redo my pick then, because okay. I don't... The team I picked, I was going to do 50%. Mm-hmm. You sure you don't want to do it this way? Nope. No, because it's a little, little easier... 
uh, that way. But don't worry, I'll let you. I'll let you have some time to pause. pick it. You ready? I am ready. Are you sure? So what I was gonna do when I thought we were yep. picking percentage rather than who's gonna have the best winning percentage, I was gonna pick the Knicks playing my Cavs tonight. I'm interested to look into them. But I realized, no, if we're doing it the way you're saying, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to win tonight against the Cavs. They might not win more than maybe two, half the games. They're going to play the Cavs, Bucks, Lakers. Actually, so they I'm could. Taking, they could, but they could. I don't like them against the, the Hawks. I don't like them against Toronto. Instead, I'm going to go for my, I might as well just start off with my Cavs. Wow. My team, okay. I'm going to go with them right away. So Look, who do they have? Their slate. Today, New York comes in. Ooh. Friday, Philly comes in. That's a hard match right there. Uh-huh. Sunday, Indiana comes in, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday they go to, or no, Utah comes in. They have a four-game homestand here. Okay. Four teams that aren't all that great. Two teams that are decent, two teams that are, I would say, straight up pretty bad, so far at least. Pacers and Sixers. One win between there, two wins between them. Okay, so we both have four games picked for So I'll go my Cavs, yeah, and you go my Hawks. We know who won in the playoffs last year. So our tiebreakers have to be total points accumulated for all four games. And yeah. So I'm going to start off and give you an example here. So I'm thinking the Hawks are a defensive team. They don't score a lot of points all the time. They can, um, but their team is going through some transition. I'm going to go my number 352 points for all four games. You think they're only going to score 352 points in four games? Yes. All right. I mean, that's, uh, that's risky. That seems awfully low, even for the Hawks. But you know what? But that's fine. You got it. No, I'm going to rebuttal, <laughs> Re- refute mine. I'm going to like, uh, average is at least like 95 ish points a game. What are, you, what are you talking? Or 90 about? points at least. I'm going to I'm going to go back on my thing. You really convinced me on this. Damn it! <laughs> I'm going to go 380. 380. Okay. That's still, uh, it's still low to me, but all right. Yeah. I think the Cavs, with their competition, they're going to get up around 473 points in the past four games. Okay. So that's that's how we do pod duo. We'll check in Yeah, we're week. not going to do over under whoever's the closest, if that's a tiebreaker is needed. All right. All right. Let's do uh, it. All right. So I think that'll do it for this one. Uh, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Subscribe on iTunes at Brooklyn Rebound. Catch us on SoundCloud as well as Pod Boys Productions, uh, Twitter. Um, Alias at Brooklyn Rebound. Hit us up on Jamel Podboys, P O D B O Y Z Productions. And um, you got you got any other plugs? Oh yeah, we got we got a couple friends doing a podcast. I don't know if you're into Monday morning stuff, but we got uh, Good Morning Grandmas. Fresh episode out now. As soon as you're listening to this, as soon as you're done with this one, and maybe if you're done with Mr. Jarlvin, head right over to Good Morning Grandmas and listen to our, our girls Karen and Danielle on the show we produce. Good Morning Grandmas, great stuff. Of course, you got to look out for more pop parallels coming soon. That's our pop. Well, it's about like 70 degrees in New York City, and it's November, uh, shit, November 4th. If global warming isn't real, I don't know what is, Padre. I don't know what it is. I know what it is. My chance is to defeat you in the first week of Pod Duel. That's All right. what's real. All right, I'll do it. It's really real. You keep it, you keep it real. Almost 100. Like 99.9, though. All right, I'm out. Later.